0: XRN L P Laguna Laguna Beach, Beach. Member supported KXFM on 104.7. KXFMradio.org This disclaimer is a statement notifying listening audiences that any opinions expressed on our shows are not representative of Laguna Radio Inc., its management or its board of directors. Celebrating 30 years uh, is, and that song, uh, over 1 billion hits. That's B as in billion, over 30 years. How prolific over the rainbow. This is Craig on Rainbow Radio. Welcome to the Saturday program. I want to shout out to uh, Rockin' with the Doc. That guy's amazing with his music and, and uh, thoughts about music. Uh, a brilliant, a brilliant mind. I hope everyone was rocking with the doc earlier this morning, just before moi. <laughs> and if you're still here, fabulous. We've got lots to to get it uh, on the air today. Uh, it's been a busy week here, and it's another lovely. First of all, the weather. You know, sometimes that's all we want to know is the weather. But I hope you want to know more today. <laughs> anyway, today it's uh, high is going to be sixty-eight. Uh, plenty of sun, plentiful sunshine. Now, they've had abundant sunshine. Now we have plentiful sunshine. That's, that sounds good to me. A high of 68 winds, uh, 10 to 20 miles per hour, humidity 52%, and then down to 51 degrees at night. And, and the news, I'm just going to give it one shot here for till next Friday, which is a week from yesterday, right? It's sunny every day here in Laguna Beach, Uh, 70, 75, um, yeah, 75, 75, 74, so it's going to be warm and sunny. Of course, we always know we have June gloom coming, but I don't know, June, the gloom hasn't been so prevalent Uh, (laughs) lately. Uh, I want to shout out to um, Saturday market cause they're fully in operation. I found out today or oh, actually a couple days ago, uh, I thought they were kind of on a semi abbreviated one. And um, I did find out that the city will be, or the OC parks will be bringing back the fire rings at some point. They're not sure when, but they're, I know a lot of people know they're gone and if you go to the beach and you got your food and your weenies and your, and your marshmallows and everything, and you look for the fire pit, oh no, you have to bring your own for right now, a barbecue or portable something or other. But the fire pits are coming back. And as soon as they are back, Laguna Beach Pride will have another day at the beach. We call it the beach bonfire. And it is, it's free. It's fun. It only goes till 10 o'clock. But in this, we watch the sun go down and we have a weenie roast. And some food and camaraderie, it's, it's, it's great. So keep we'll keep you posted on that one. That's Laguna Beach Pride 365 here all year round. We're just not, not a flash in the pan. <laughs> and, uh, and then also I want to give my, our shout out to Mike Johnson of Compass Realty. Thank you for being our sponsor for many years here and the, the kind support you give us here at uh, Laguna Beach Pride as well as KXFM 104.7. How about that? So, something else that's going on in the community, I want to talk about, and that is <clears throat> the Laguna Playhouse. Whenever the Laguna Playhouse, uh, <laughs> it's it's kind of kind of clever, I guess. I don't know what how to characterize it, but um, whenever they have a pl- stage play that uh, is a little more LGBTQ direct directions, shall we say? Uh, Not that a lot of stage plays uh, don't kind of have that element on some level. (laughs) I digress. Okay. I was a thespian for a few years. I know these things. (laughs) I'm still a thespian. (laughs) Uh, But anyway, there's um, a wonderful playwright um, that uh, wrote a stage play. And uh, Oscar Wilde is his name. Now, he was, uh, he wrote several, several, and his, uh, where's his history? Oscar Wilde's brilliant comedy. Well, the, he wrote a one play called The Importance of Being Earnest. Uh, Laguna Playhouse announces Lauren Molina and Nick Clary of the Skivvies will present their version of Oscar Wilde's hit comedy, The Importance of Being Earnest, as a live radio broadcast. Now, in the theater's not open, obviously. And so they do, they do shows on um, where you can download them. This is one you can download and watch at your leisure. And they put this one together. It's kind of a gender bender because uh, one of the actors is playing a female. And um, it's, uh, I watched some of the previews of it. It's fun. And it's a romp. And it's kind of <clears throat> stretching, I guess, stretching things a bit. excuse me, I couldn't help that. I'm sorry. Um, So that's coming up and it's, it's actually, it's on now. And you can go to, um, you can go to uh, sign up for it and watch it. Um, I was going to say after today on um, Laguna Beach Pride, uh, on Laguna Beach Pride 365, if you go to the website, there'll be a link to the details about the program and where you can get tickets and such. Uh, so far, there's we sent an email out to everyone, but I don't think it's on the website yet, and I'll make sure it gets on there today. So you can go and um, you can purchase it. I would have a party and get several people together and watch it. You can purchase it and watch it. Uh, what can I say about? That? Oh yeah, the most important part. Come on, Craig. Next. Saturday, two of the people, which is Lauren Molina and Nick Clary. I don't know how you pronounce that. C E A R, Carley, Carolee? Carole? There's no R. Carley. Well, we'll find out when he comes on the show. Uh, they're going to be my guests. They're going to come call in. We will have uh, be using Zoom, and you can actually come in and and. Uh, Converse with them if you'd like, and offer your comments or questions. Of course, I have control. I'm the almighty, um, <laughs> the all and powerful wizard. Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. No, that's anyway. So those are my guests next Saturday. If you'll tune in, and so you can find out all the details about the stage play that they've converted. Now, Oscar Wilde, uh, he in his own right, he was. Um, Imprisoned for being gay. He has a huge history. There's many movies about him, but one of my best experiences when I got to know Oscar, because he's not around anymore. Um, let's see if I have, I think I have a little detail about Oscar Wilde's brilliant comedy. Uh, remained as a gender bender radio player, player with Foley sound effects, showcases the absurdity and delight of the Victorian Age of Surfaces. Age of Surfaces. Audience members are introduced to Jack and Algernon, charming bachelors who, each living a double life, aided by a fictional alter ego called Ernest. So, it's E-A-R-N-E-S-T, but their friend is E-R-N-E-S-T. But the two fall... Truly in love with the pair of proper young women, Goan Go Dolan and Cecilia, both of whom are partial to men, to men named Ernest. Oh my! Uh, the skivvies are who who are putting it on, and they actually were here, I think, for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, so that's at the Laguna Playhouse. They're still alive and well, and Laguna Beach Pride is still alive and well. We are chomping at the bit. I got to tell you that we going to be tried. We are so eager to get back in the swing of things. And we have so many plans. We're just, uh, we're just, the coast has to be clear. We don't want to put anyone in any danger. We don't want to have any problems. So we had some great ideas and we get excited. And then we have to kind of pull back because uh, we're not quite there yet. You know, vaccinations are, are well, they're almost double speed of what, uh, had been hope from Washington, D.C. So that's a good thing. And uh, the sooner the better. I, you know, I got mine, my double whammy, um, and I encourage everyone to do that. I think it's a responsible thing to do for the community. I don't believe in any of the... Uh, I'm entitled to my opinion, they tell me. I don't believe in any of the um, naysayers. I do remember polio, and in in uh, high school and grammar school, when you had classmates that were suffering or had suffered from it and recovered. And I do remember the polio vaccine and voila, all of a sudden there's this horrible scourge was lifted and gone. And what a wonderful feeling. And I'm hopeful that that is what happens with COVID uh, ultimately. And that these, um, Oh, these new, uh, strains don't, uh, you know, get get back in front of us again uh, as as they as they I guess evolve because uh, we'll have to do it all over again if it's a a, a variant is um, of a strain is so powerful and so powerfully different that it doesn't it's not affected by the current vaccine. That's what they're looking at now. Um, several of this, many of the strains are. Um, uh, the current vaccines that are out there handle it, but there's uh, some new ones that, uh, they're afraid they don't. So we'll see. I'm optimistic and I'm, I don't want to sound morbid, but we're back to Laguna beach pride 365. We've got so many things going on. We hope that this summer is uh, a fun summer we can get together and do things perhaps a little bit modified, you know, but not as much modified as they've been. Um, also I, I, I want to mention, uh, Another organization that doesn't have much to do with uh, (laughs) the radio station or uh, Rainbow Radio, but I've been working with them, and, and they're very interesting people. And that's the people behind, it's Ava and Cindy, that they're behind the Laguna Live, Laguna Beach Live. And if you want to know more about them, just go Laguna Beach Live on the web, on the big web. What do we call it? The, the Wonder Web. And uh, they have a drive-in program with uh, artists coming up. I think it's near the middle of uh, of uh, April. Tax time. I oh, shouldn't say that. Anyway, it's in parking lot 10. And it, it it sounds fun. There's it's just entertainment. You you bring your car, and they encourage you. There's extra spaces because they only have have use every other space. You know, I I just think it would be so fun. I have a friend, some friends who have a very uh, expensive uh, car whose initials are RR, the, the car, and I just can see you bringing a whole smattering of fun accessories, <laughs> where it, where it be or. You got your woody, you bring your beach chairs and your beach towels, and you set up a little camp by the car there. Watch, listen to the entertainment, drink uh, responsibly a little glass of wine, and enjoy the evening. Uh, so it's a, it's the drive-in, but it's not a screen. It is live entertainment, mind you. I don't want to get you confused. So it's live entertainment, drive-in style, and it sounds, sounds like a blast. They've done it before. I missed the first ones, but... People are um, will be able to sign up after April 1st. And that's not a fool's joke. That's April 1st. You can sign up. And that's Laguna Live, uh, which should be fun. So, yeah, we're good on that. So that's all the uh, regular stuff out of the way. And I, this is, because um, I don't have a guest, I call it my news and commentary. And I want to, at the head of this show, which we are still, right, 9-15, right, uh, I want to make a com- a personal comment because you know I've had relatives and friends and others that know that I get on the uh, my program and I have opinions and some of them are fairly strong and um they're but they're mine and um what do I know I don't know everything I but I I try to be uh, as sharp as I can and as educated as I can on many things but. They, their their question was why are you so much about this? I don't want to say militant, but strong about the gay thing and and talk about it. And, and it's a and yada 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 yada. I you know. Well, my response to that, and I want I want to respond to it, is and kindly, I do prepare the program every week and I look at the news. And after three years of looking at the news, um, particularly the global news, which I like to go over, uh, after the three or four years, you kind of gain a sense of what's going on in the world, which is much bigger than what's going on in Laguna Beach or wherever you're, you are in your, in your community. And you realize the distance that has been made for equality and acceptance. And I do think everyone is deserving of that. Straight, gay, whatever, you all deserve equality and acceptance for who you are. And when I see it marginalized, it it doesn't seem nice to me. But my point is, why do I do the gay thing? Because I look back and think, I am in this accepting community with a feeling of pride that, I didn't necessarily earn it. It's the people before me that said, let's change the world. Let's make a difference. And they did it uh, unselfishly and did it with love and with a strong conviction that this is the right thing to do. And so I feel I need to contribute my share because I'm on their shoulders. And I hope that one day some people are on my shoulders as we make a strong stance for equality and acceptance. That's huge. Um, that's very important. I think it, it, it crosses all demographics. It's not an exclusive thing. Black, Asian, whatever, equality and acceptance are powerful. And whatever you can do to contribute to whatever cause you feel is closest to home. Uh, for me, I think pride is about being yourself and your genuine self. And um, coming out, if you haven't, uh, and being yourself, being honest. And then uh, working, I feel, on some level, I think we all need to, to do our best to, oh, love conquers hate. We, and there's been so much hate lately. Uh, so, it's so disappointing uh, to see. Yet you look at, <laughs> I'll be on YouTube, and I'll look at a, a video of someone rescuing a dog. Or some, uh, the latest one I love to watch are the seals, where they get all trapped in the nets and they go out and rescue the seals and pull the nets off of them and save their lives, essentially, you know. And I look to see how many people are viewing it, as opposed to some news article that's very negative. And if there's any indication about that mankind's heart is still there, it's when you look at these videos and you see 4 million hits, (laughs) Uh, at some dog that's been saved, there is humanity there. And, and, and in the numbers that you see, uh, and so I, I feel good about that. Also, I, we, the, this last week there was um, a lot of criticism about the social media in Washington and, and their responsibility to monitor it. And, and I do agree they have some responsibility in if it's, if it's dishonest or harmful Uh, You know, if you ran a newspaper and someone said, uh, I hate my neighbor, I'm going to write an article about how horrible my neighbor is, you probably wouldn't, and with lies and mistruths and misrepresentation, you probably wouldn't print it. I mean, you could disclaim it. You probably wouldn't print it. So, I mean, truth and honor, but I do feel... But the downside of the internet is you can propagate a bunch of... um, false narratives and, and strongly contribute to a hateful dialogue. But it also is there to expose the people and the behavior that is not acceptable and the conditions of certain things that are going on that need the attention of people to, to make it right. You know, and, and that is part of, you got to look at the difficult side to make decisions to make it better. You can't just, ignore it so i do think that th- there is some huge value in the in what we see on the internet as far as addressing things that are and if as long as you address it with a clear mind and no prejudice and it's based on facts those that's a given okay but so it, it has the same it's a double-sided uh sword is what i'm trying to say so it's just we got it's a new it's a new cultural thing we're just not Used to it, we're just not uh, so comfortable with it yet that we really understand it and how powerful it is. It's amazing. So I I am going on a little bit too long on that, but anyway, that's that was my response to why do I do this and why do I think it's important. Well, you read the news on an international level and you see so many things: people being persecuted, thrown in jail, uh, go missing, beaten up. Governments that believe their religion is, is much more important than governance uh, uh, and independent governance. Uh, and their religious beliefs that are very uh, damaging, you know, um, even the Vatican this last week, um, there was, you know, they're not going to bless unions, uh, same sex unions, that that's a, a sin. You know, if they're not going to, Bless them because it's sinful. There's other sins out there too. So maybe they ought to rethink their blessing department. <laughs> you think? <laughs> Let's rethink the blessing department, uh, Paul. Is it Pope Paul? No. Oh, what's his name? God, I see, when I, when I don't like the situation, I forget names. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so that... I got some news articles about that that I'm going to catch up with you on here in a minute. But, uh, you know, we're going to take a music break. I'm going to back off and regroup, and we're going to come back with On This Day in History. This is Craig, KXFM 104.7, Human Crafted Radio in Laguna Beach, California, with Rainbow Radio. We'll be right back.
1: No. Mm-hmm.
2: Do you like to sing?
0: Yes, the sound of the ocean giving me the motion. Ooh, yes. <laughs> we all need the motion. Speaking of motion, i to segue into this one. <laughs> I am um, about uh, probably six, seven months ago. There's an artist. Uh, he's black. His name is uh, Lil Nas X. And he had a song that him and Billy Ray Cyrus came out with and, uh, old town road was called and it burst onto the charts and huge, huge splash. And it was all over because he sounds so country and it kind of hit the country charts. And, but it, it was a raging success. And I, at the time thought, well, this is great. He's, he's, uh, really young and, um, uh, very handsome. And, um, I'm thinking, well, um, it's a you know one-hit wonder guy, right? Well, I guess I'm wrong now because he did come out with. Boy, well, if you go to YouTube, you got to watch the latest Lil Nas video. It's a really work of art, and uh, it's very well done. He's got talent beyond singing. He's got talent in uh, video production, apparently, because uh, the it's it's a fun watch. <laughs> so, my su- suggest suggestion is uh youtube and little nass now another thing that he, when he came out with he's come out with the most the most recent song that, that you should watch on uh if you get a chance i'm suggesting and i shouldn't say you should but it, i would watch it and um in the process at the time he also wrote because he's come he came out after um uh, for a while there was kind of quiet about it and then when he got to this high level of popularity, he'd said, okay, well, I'm going to be myself. And so lately he's, um, you know, he's had a struggle with it, but he's convinced obviously from this message here that it was the right thing to do. And so he decided to send a message to explain uh, what's going on for him and why don't to himself, if he were 14 years old. So It's a message from the future back to himself at 14. And it it was a tweet, I hate to say it, but anyway, I want to read it because I I thought it was, um, I thought it was very nice and interesting and makes you think what you might have said to yourself when you were 14 and just, you know, realizing you had some urges that perhaps uh, were not mainstream, but nonetheless valid and okay to have. Uh, so, I, I hope I can get this. It's um, the uh, punctuation and phrasing is not, <laughs> structure may not be the best. It says, I write a song um, with our name in it. It's about a guy I met last summer. I know we promised never to come out publicly. I know we promised to never be that type of gay person. Uh, I know we. Um, um, promised to die with the secret, but this will open doors for many other queer people to simply exist. You see, this is very scary for me. People will be angry. They will say I am pushing an agenda, but the truth is I am the agenda uh, to make people say stay the, uh, a nasty word and to make people stay the uh, uh, out of my business it's other people's and other people's lives and stop dictating who they should be sending you love from the future so uh, I don't know I thought it was nice that he took the time to share his very personal thoughts there and um, sent them to himself had he been so its provoked me to think, and there are some things I wish I, I, I could, in a in a perfect world, send a message to myself at 14. Uh, cause, uh, it was something I struggled with. And um, taking my own life was part of that struggle. Uh, trying to, thinking about it and having those thoughts was part of that struggle. And uh, it would have been nice to have heard from myself. So that's another reason why I think it's important to be ourselves and to maybe... Uh, Clear a path for the next generation so it's not as difficult. That's part of my contribution to the world. Okay. So, but check it out, Little Nas X and uh, his new video. And um, yeah, it should be lots of fun now on this day in history. I love to do that. I, my friends find it quite annoying, but you know, sometimes it's fun to annoy your friends, you know, if you don't get enough attention. <laughs> But I digress. Speaking of friends, I want to shout out to Pace in Arizona my friend Joe Meetzel. I love you, Joe. And then Brian Rodriguez up in L.A. and Lynn McAvoy in, uh, well, this is a trio, in the U.K. Yes. They're all they're all big parts of my life, and I love them all. And that's, uh, so love is love is love, right? And I'm probably leaving a few others out. But, you know, can't have everything. <laughs> so, On this day in history, March 27th, which is today, in 1977, on Face Face the Nation, White House Press Secretary Jody Powell defends charges that the Carter administration panders to gay activists by saying, for an uh, organized group who feel they have a grievance that they are not treated fairly, for them to have the right to put that grievance before officials and say, we want redress, to me, that is what the essence of America is about. What I feel about gay rights or what other other group or any other group doesn't have a thing in the world to do with it. So that's 77, and uh, that's, pretty, that's pretty cool for 1977, I have to say. Um, and on March 28th, which would be Sunday tomorrow, tomorrow, In 1969, Society for Individual Rights President Leo Lawrence and his lover are featured in a photo-illustrated article in the Berkeley Barb. I remember the Berkeley Barb. I wonder if it must still be around. So many papers have fallen away, but uh, the Berkeley Barb was very controversial and it was a hoot. It was kind of crazy. Uh, Calling for the homosexual revolution of 1969, Lawrence extorts Gay men and lesbians to join the Black Panthers and other left-wing groups, and to come out in mass in 1969. I was in high school. Oh my! In 1990, when the opening of the Robert Maplethorpe exhibit less than two weeks away, law enforcement officials in Cincinnati, Ohio, warned the local Contemporary Art Center to cancel the exhibit or risk prosecution under the city's stringent anti. Obscenity laws. These photographs are just not welcome in this community, says the local chief of police. The people of this community do not cater to what others depict as art. <laughs> After the exhibit finally opens, the Cincinnati Grand Jury indicts the center's director, Dennis Berry, on charges of obscenity and pandering. Oh, my. This is 1990. But, you know, art is... Art is controversial. After all, everyone in Lacuna Beach knows that it's controversial, and and, and and or all the hubbub about art is controversial in this case. So, you know, i my word, chief of police, uh, and he's he enforces the law. He's not there to have an opinion of the law, but apparently, he has a higher calling. Uh, the Mississippi, in Mississippi, the George County Times published a letter. From George County Justice Court Judge Connie Wilkerson, which read, in part, in my opinion, gays and lesbians should be put in some type of mental institution. Um, hmm, Judge Connie. um, Because because of bias expressed in such a statement, an ethics violation complaint was filed against Wilkerson. Now, the problem is, It doesn't I want to know what happened with that ethics violation. Did she lose her position on the bench? Uh, did she prevail? Oh my gosh. Oh yeah, someone someone find out and and text me. Let me know. Uh, on March 29th in history in 1976 a vote of 6 to 3 the US Supreme Court upholds constitutionally the constitutionality of Virginia's sodomy laws. Oh well, Virginia, and that's in seventy-six. Oh. See, legislate morality. They always that's kind of a given. You can't legislate morality. You can try, but uh, in nineteen eighty-five, the Los Angeles Times comes out in favor of gay rights and urges the US Supreme Court to take a stand on more gay related issues. How about that? They they urge the US Supreme Court. Well, see now Los Angeles Times can have an opinion. In Georgetown University, the nation's oldest Roman Catholic university loses an eight-year legal battle to keep from having to provide facilities and financial support to the campus's gay student groups. So they didn't think, Georgetown didn't think that they should, yeah. Now, again, I'd like to know, how, how did that turn out? In 1989, the Academy Awards produced... This year by gay producer Alan Carr showcases a now infamous rendition of Proud Mary sung by Rob Lowe and an actress named dressed as the Disney version of Snow White says Carr before the ceremony, it really was my childhood dream to produce the Oscars. I'm a child of the movies. Oh, in 1990, delivering his first speech on AIDS since he took office 14 months earlier, president, Bush is heckled by the National Gay and Lesbian Ta- Task Force Director Irvashi Layad, who hollers, we need your leadership. We need more than one speech every 14 months. Layad holding a sign reading, talk is cheap, Aid funding," AIDS funding is not, is quickly escorted from the auditorium by police, 1990. President Bush. And on this day in history, March 30th, in 1985, a letter to the ultra-conservative American Coalition of Family Values, oh yeah, I've heard of them, former Los Angeles police chief and state assembly member Ed Davis respond against anti-gay politicians and pressure from the group that he t- take a public pledge refusing, refusing donation and, or endorsement from gay political groups. I chose I close the letter, he says, by asking you to make a few take to take a few minutes to read two short documents with which you may not be familiar. The Declaration of Independence and the Bill of Rights. In nineteen seventies, Davis had been seen as one of the gay movement's primary political enemies and used his position as police chief to malign and harass gay men and lesbians. Uh. In Los Angeles, in 1985, we've come a long ways, haven't we? (laughs) Haven't we? So, yes. And then March 31st, in this day in history, in the Navy, uh, begins a 13-week run in the nation's top 40. The U.S. Navy briefly considers using the song as a recruitment theme. Until the full implications of the lyrics are explained. Apparently, no one explained to Trump, because <laughs> uh, that's one of his theme songs. Well, hmm. In 1981, in an article, The Globe, First Lady Nancy Reagan says women's liberation and gay liberation are part of the same thing a weakening of the moral standards of this nation. What women's liberation and gay liberation are part of the same thing, a weakening of moral standards in this nation. So women's liberation is the weakening of moral standards. I certainly understand why she would think gay is because, you know, been around for a long time, but women liberation, Nancy, really? When you ran that, well, you ran the white house for a number of years. I know. (laughs) Oh my. Um, it is appalling to see parades in San Francisco and elsewhere pro- proclaiming gay pride and all that. What in the world do they have to be proud of? Nancy, I, I didn't... Have you talked to your gay son, Ron Jr., lately? <laughs> you might have... Oh, no, I did. she's not around anymore. But I did not know that about Nancy. I'm shocked. I'm shocked and appalled. <laughs> Okay, in April Fool's Day in nineteen, uh, the last of the. Um, oh no, I have one more after that. Sorry. Uh, April Fool's Day in nineteen seventy, the Advocate estimates there are approximately six million eight hundred seventeen thousand gay men and lesbians living in the United States. Shocking. In nineteen seventy-one, the French leftist newspaper Tout. Edited by Jean Paul Sartre, calls for the complete sexual liberation in France, including the right of individuals to be freely and openly homosexual. French police begin massive seizures of the publication on the grounds that it is an outrage to public morals. 71, you know, you got to figure. We have come a long way. I got to keep saying this. In 1972, Delaware decriminalizes consensual homosexual acts between adults. 72, love you, Delaware. Thank you. In 1981, Ebony Magazine runs a feature article by uh, Howard uh, University's Dr. June Dobbs-Butts. That's it, Dobbs-Butts which asks the question, is homosexuality a threat to the black family? Concluding that it is not, moreover, the article states, seeks to dispel the myth that white somehow introduced homosexuality into the black community to weaken and destroy it. Yeah, that's right. That's what they did. Yeah. In 1985, the Harvey Milk School, a, a city-funded high school for LGBTQ teenagers, in New York City, begins classes in Greenwich Village Church with a final initial enrollment of 20 students. That's in 85. How about that? That's pretty progressive. 1985, Governor Tony Anaya of New Mexico issues an executive order banning public sector sexual orientation discrimination. Good on you, Tony. T-O-N-E-Y. And in 1998, Coretta Scott King... Widow of civil rights leader Martin Luther King Jr. calls for the civil rights community to join the struggle against homophobia. She receives criticism from members of the black civil rights movement for comparing civil rights to gay rights. Yeah, that's terrible. Well, I'm glad she's doing is good, but they didn't like it because it was comparing civil rights to gay rights. Aren't they kind of hand in hand, you know? In 2001, the Netherlands legislation allowing same-sex marriage goes into effect, making it the first country to extend full marriage rights to same-sex couples. This is in the Netherlands, folks. (laughs) This is in 2001, the First Nation. That's uh, 20 years ago. So in 1976, ooh, that's a long time ago. This is April, the last day in this day in history, folks. So bear with me. (laughs) 1976. The owner of a Hoboken, New Jersey diner theater, a dinner theater, diner dinner, uh, the Clam Broth House, Clam Broth House cancels an upcoming production of The Boys in the Band after learning that the play is about homosexuality. The Clam Broth House is a family restaurant, says manager Arthur Paliz, Paliz, Paliz Arthur. Yes. And I do not feel that this kind of type of play is the type of entertainment we want. A few years later, television commercials showed just what kind of family establishment it was. And what did they do? And you can go to YouTube and find out. (laughs) Well, that's a lot of help on the radio. (laughs) I should have edited that one. Sorry, folks. In 1982, the United Nations Human Rights Committee... In the case of Hertzberg uh, versus Finland, refuses to question the decision of the responsible or, origin or organs of the French Broadcasting Corporation that the radio and TV are not the appropriate forums to discuss issues related to homosexuality. As far as the program could be judged, is encouraging homosexual be- behavior. Well, I guess that is organs. <laughs> Sorry, 1990. I'm, I'm doubting myself here. And in 1990, Newsweek's March 12th, 1990, cover story: "The Future of Gay America" draws an unusually heavy amount of reader mail. In this week's issue, about 60 percent of the anti are is anti-gay. Complains one reader: "Homosexuality is a perversion, and it's not natural to a man's common sense." Okay. As Pope, I have to say, the Pope did say, uh, "We're all created by God, and who am I to judge?" I'll give him that. But apparently, there is some judging going on. <clears throat> and on the last, that was the last day on this day in history. Let's let's have a little hooray for that. <laughs> Thank you very much. This is Craig on KXFM 104.7. This is Rainbow Radio here every Saturday morning, 9 a.m. to 10 a.m. And uh, it's time for a short song. Let's see. I I think what I want to do is... um, I haven't played this song for some time, but it it sends a really good message, I think. And it's from a straight person, but it's about... Well, just listen to it. You'll get you'll get the message.
3: When I was in the third grade, I thought that I was gay because I could draw. My uncle was, and I kept my room straight. I told my mom, tears rushing down my face. She's like Ben, you've loved girls since before pre-K. Tripping Ah, oh, nah, here we go America the brave Still fears what we don't know and God loves all his children Somehow forgotten But we paraphrase a book Written 3,500 years ago the, I don't know the,
1: And I can't change
3: It's the same hate that's caused wars from religion, gender to skin color, the complexion of your pigment, the same fight that led people to walkouts and sit-ins, it's human rights for everybody, there is no difference, live on, and be yourself. When I was at church, they taught me something else if you preach hate at the service those words aren't anointed that holy water that you soak in has been poisoned when everyone else is more comfortable remaining voiceless rather than fighting for humans that have had their rights stolen i might not be the same but that's not important no freedom till we're equal damn right i support it Don't press pause, progress, march on with the veil over our eyes. We turn our back on the cause till the day that my uncles can be united by law. And kids are walking around the hallway plagued by pain in their heart. A world so hateful, some would rather die than be who they are. And a certificate on paper isn't going to solve it all. But it's a damn good place to start. No law is going to change us.
0: is kind. Is is kind. Not on is that is Macklemore and same love. It has a great message as, and I haven't played it for a long while. I do have a request for a song, uh, from a coworker that, that crazy loco, <laughs> muy loco. <laughs> um, So we'll get to that in a minute, but um, I I wanted to remind everyone that this is Craig on Rainbow Radio, and I like having tons of guests of every diversity, every proclivity, whatever, (laughs) and so if you would like to have someone on the program that uh, either to suggest, or if you know someone that, um, that you want to refer to the program, please uh, get in touch with Craig at rainbow-radio.com. Craig at rainbow-radio.com. And we'll see what we can do, especially if they're writing a new book or a new movie out or anything of, of the above. Uh, they're an artist and um, you know, they use a lot of rainbow colors. Yeah. <laughs> but I, I'm, I'm kind of being kind of crazy on that. And I also want to r- remind everyone that uh, don't forget uh, the, the um, importance of being earnest by Laguna Playhouse is coming up. And you can, uh, as of later today, <clears throat> there will be a link <clears throat> on Laguna Beach Pride's page on how to get tickets to the event or to uh, be able to watch it. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, two of the people that I, I will be interviewing next week is Lauren Molina and Nick Clary, uh, Carly, mm. and they um, Nick is a co-director of, of the Skivvies, and you have to go look at look them up. They're, uh, they're an entity of them of themselves, but they're both in this play. And uh, Lauren is also the co-creator and performer uh, in the of the indie rock band uh, the Skivvies. So, uh, but they're in this play too. So, they're going to be my guests. We can talk about their um, indie rock band, and we can talk about uh, their thespian tendencies. <laughs> oh, does that sound great? Thespian tendencies. Now you heard me right. It's thespian, not. L- <laughs> Anyway, that well, we don't know about those two, So anyway, I'll leave it, at, leave it at that. But they're going to be here next Saturday, and we'll delve in. We'll hear about uh, all about uh, the importance of being earnest and Oscar Wilde play. I had the distinct fortune uh, fortunate experience to see um, Vincent Price uh, do a one man stage play of. Uh, of um, Oscar Wilde, and it was brilliant. I don't know how he did it. It Was in Seattle years ago, and he was on that stage for an hour and a half. Did not seem to miss a line, and portrayed Oscar Wilde. He in uh, uh, in the and all his commentaries about Oscar Wilde's life. And boy, what a wonderful thing! It's too bad. It's uh... so. This is what we have now. It's Oscar Wilde. uh, A gay icon, I have to say. And don't forget to uh, go to um, Laguna or to Rainbow Radio, or go to Laguna Beach Pride 365 uh, to get tickets. Uh, I have some uh, news. I don't have much time. I just have a couple news articles here. Oh, I only have two minutes. You know, I think I'm I'm going to skip the news. Uh, Well, there's one thing about. Uh, the entire Pride Advisory Board quit for, in London for the Pride Festival over controversy. And that's sad because I think London was very progressive. But anyway, um, I have an unusual request for a song from a co-worker. So, uh <laughs> May. So, I'm going to fade out with this song. And uh, you'll ca- you catch her on the other side. Thanks for tuning in to Craig and Rainbow Radio. We're glad you're here. And we'll, we'll see you next week. My love to everyone out there in Radio Land, and here we go.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna take my horse to the old town road. I'm gonna ride till I can't no more. I'm gonna take. The horse is in the back, horse stock is attached, head is mad at black, got the hooshes